0: Hey there, folks. Welcome back to the State Tax Show. I'm Matt Hunsaker. No one likes to play against a stacked deck, especially with taxes on the line. So today we talk about George's decision to curtail administrative deference. This is just going to be a quick one today, folks. A while back, I talked about administrative deference to regulations. And by that, I mean, that's where the court defers to the regulations of an administrative body that's charged with applying the law if the statute that they're applying is ambiguous. I think I talked about that back when the Kaiser decision came out. That was the case that upheld but somewhat reframed our deference, that's A-U-E-R. I don't know if I'm ever pronouncing that correctly. That is the court deference to administrative bodies' interpretations of their own ambiguous regulations as opposed to statutes. If you have been in the state tax world for any appreciable time, you will then know what an uphill battle it can be with administrative deference. Regulations are one thing, because they get the public comment and hearings, and then eventually they're published. We know what they say, and the public can raise objections. Where things get problematic, though, is when tax agencies take policy positions, published or unpublished, and then the courts give those policy positions legal deference. The problem is that those positions are often ill conceived. They may be a policy that was formulated to get a particular result in a particular case. And frankly, these policy positions are often hidden away from the general public. And that gives a sense of unfairness. This is a little bit lighthearted, but I want to give an example of how difficult it can be when the same entity is making the rules to the game it's playing. Wait, you don't play. It's your turn, Dad. Oh, I didn't know that was it's a rule. It's your turn, Dad. I don't think it is. I don't think that. I think if you do draw four, Daddy calling the It's, you pick the color, it skips the next person. It skips the next person, it has to draw four, and then that next I mean, person picks play that the next round if you want. But, but we've so always, always played, played this our whole lives. And we play with that's friends the this way. I just used on you. No, yeah, I, I mean see. we, like as a family. Yes, and that's how I always play. It really is. we do not play different that much as a family, so I think that's why we we're absolutely Who close. thinks that you can play two cards? That's two-part. how I've always played. That was my wife and I having a semi-civil discussion about whether you can put down a draw four Uno card and then immediately play your final card on top of it. My wife thinks you can, and that's how she won, but I was raised differently. Unfortunately for me, I don't get any administrative deference around these parts. State legislatures has started to turn the tide on this type of administrative deference to administrative interpretations of laws where those interpretations don't don't go through the regulatory process. There's been a handful of states who recently have made it clear that these types of interpretations ought not to get deference in the courts. And those include Mississippi, Wisconsin, Arizona, Arkansas, and let me look at my notes here, Florida. Well, Georgia is looking to join the club by passing the Taxpayer Fairness Act. So far, it's passed both houses resoundingly and is now before the governor for signature. I don't have any reason to suspect that it won't be signed, but we will see. Basically, this law would prevent courts from giving any legal deference to interpretations of law by the Georgia Department of Revenue unless they have been properly promulgated through the regulatory process. I definitely think this is a step in the right direction, both for Georgia and the other states that I mentioned. And hopefully we'll see more of these types of laws in the future to really level the playing field between taxpayers on one hand and tax administrators on the other hand. Well, that's it for this week. I told you it'd be short. I'll be back next Monday with a new episode. Until then, have yourselves a great week. The State Tax Show Podcast is produced by Baker & Hostetler, LLP, and is for informational purposes only. It is intended to inform our clients and other friends of the firm about current legal developments of general interest. Issues discussed should not be construed as legal advice, and listeners should not act upon the information contained in this podcast without professional counsel. In some jurisdictions, this podcast may constitute attorney advertising. Please visit BakerLaw.com for more information about our practices and experience.